Welcome to the Abbot Circle podcast. I'm Father Ambrose Christ, and I'm the novice master here at St. Michael's Abbey. We hope that you enjoy the following recording. To learn more about the Norbertines, visit theabbotcircle.com. God bless you. Aparuit, he appeared. We know that according to the well-authenticated tradition of early Christianity, St. Peter was the oral source behind the Gospel of Mark. And why is this important? Because St. Peter is a sensitive man who is acutely aware of his sinfulness and, in particular, his threefold denial of the Messiah. Jesus Christ. In contrast to the threefold denial, Christ tells Peter, Feed my lambs. And this command shows forth that the Eucharist is at the heart of the gospel and is necessary for the lamb's growth into full grown sheep. And how does this threefold act of repentance? play in today's gospel account. We notice that Christ appears, a paruit, three times and to three distinct groups of peoples. At last, the apostles are steadfast in their incredulity. They were not ready to hear the truth through secondary sources, a supposedly reformed adulteress and a couple of measly disciples We don't have to believe their witness, do we? But their doubts came from within, from their own hardness of heart. Yet, this demon-filled adulteress, Mary Magdalene, was at the foot of the cross. She was among the first to venerate its adorable beams. She had more courage and foresight than any of the other apostles, save maybe St. John. She went to the tomb and wept unceasingly. She was not afraid to profess her love to her lover, Jesus Christ, because she desperately wished to hold on to him, begging forgiveness from the God she had just crucified. She held nothing back in the pursuit of her beloved. But what was it that brought her such great fortitude and hope after living such a miserable life? It was Christ's healing touch. He cast out those seven demons that were her only friends. Instead, he gave her true friends. Our Savior walked into her life and messed it all up. He took from her what she thought was happiness, and he burned it up in the fiery furnace of his sacred heart, the real font of happiness. In this progressive elevation from misery to mercy, we find our place alongside the prodigal little flower. The message is this, Christ's healing touch grants us the forgiveness of our sins, 
and as a result, we become worthy of God's love, manifested in the great sacrament of love, the Eucharist. And still the apostles denied her message, and this parallels the first denial of St. Peter. Next, Christ appears to two disciples who were, as the text says, following the Lord's commands. With the sending forth of the 72 disciples, our Lord told them to arrive before him in any given town and prepare the people for the Messiah, for the one who is to come. Nevertheless, these disciples are not yet fully spiritual and therefore lack the eyes of faith to see Christ walking alongside them. Christ is seen in the breaking of the bread. In other words, if as disciples we follow the Lord's command, we too will find ourselves sitting in a faithful house, eating and drinking what is provided, receiving the Messiah into our hearts. The flesh and blood of Christ is given to those laborers who are deserving of their wages. Through fidelity to the reality of the resurrection, we, like these two travelers, are made worthy to receive the precious body and blood of the Lamb. And still, the apostles denied this appearance, this message, and this is the second denial. Again, we hear that the 11 apostles are at table, which signifies the celebration of Mass. And in this context, our Lord appears to them as the reality entering into the sign value of the liturgical action. And he rebukes them for their unbelief. And we could say that this unbelief is not a doubt as to the reality of the Eucharist. Instead, we can say that it is an unbelief in their, un, in their worthiness to partake of such a sacrifice, especially after they had abandoned and rejected Christ. How were they to know if they had been forgiven after all? They saw themselves only as betrayers, even though our Lord never ceased to see them as friends, as true lovers. Nevertheless, in their hardness of heart, they deny Christ's hidden appearance for a third time. What St. Peter, the head of the visible church, had done in a singular way is now understood to be the case for the apostles altogether. They all abandoned Christ. They all denied him three times and probably many more times past that. And they were all given the command to preach the gospel despite their failures. They were told to look past their faults, make amends, and go and save the world. In effect, the apostles were finally given the courage of the Magdalene so that they might look past their self-victimization and take the Lamb of God the saving Eucharist, into their very hands 
as the perfect act of repentance, of forgiveness, and of true, unconditional, and unceasing love. It is the resurrection that finally shows us that Christ will do anything to win our love. He doesn't care about our denials. He cares that those denials become the source of our desire to constantly seek the Lord in the Easter season and out of the Easter season. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle podcast. If you enjoyed listening or were spiritually nourished, please leave a review to help our podcast grow. Thanks again. God bless you.